0: And Welcome to my podcast. This podcast is based on the lives and profession of um, IT specialists. Um, I'm going to talk to two IT people who are in the profession about their careers and hoping to gain an insight into how and why they have chosen their current career paths.
1: My name is Christopher Small. I work in the IT department in a legal firm in Edinburgh. My job title is IT Support Engineer and I've been working there for about a year since I graduated university at Napier about a year ago. I've always been around machines, literally since birth, my dad had the old Atari, the old Amiga, the old Commodore 64, and I've always been around it, in fact, there's an old baby picture of me where I was about a year old, kind of climbing over a Commodore 64, which was literally the keyboard the machine was inbuilt, and granted I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but I like to look back on it and think of it as that's the origins of where I started and where I learned what I wanted to do. And as I got older, I started uh, playing with these machines a bit more, actually using them with a bit more knowledge of what I was doing. I had big manuals that my dad had, and I would sit and start to learn the code that you'd have for the Commodore 64. And then the code you'd have to write out was, it was pages and pages of what looked like gibberish. It was before the high-level languages came in, where it was actually in in English and then translated for the computer. But this was it was pretty much gibberish to a degree, just setting values and so on. And all it would do in the end is make what looked like a little silhouette, of maybe a little white balloon float across the screen and loop and do it again and do it again. And even if you missed one little bit of the code, it would look wrong. It's something compared to nowadays. A, a coding aside, you can make a simple animation like that. A, a, with literally a few cl- uh, clicks, with the right know-how, and um, you've got plenty of applications. And compared to back then, when you had the command-line-driven interface, it was a lot. Of, it was. It didn't come very easy to mind about what you'd. We'd be doing it. it was a lot more technical oriented and after that I got my as a family we got our first pc and this was when I was about 10 years old this has when pcs were becoming first they were becoming affordable to families and just your average person they weren't just exclusive to businesses and with a lot of money and all that and so we got this pc and we were very excited about it. and it was it was very impressive because it played videos and had a, a cd-rom and it had games that looked a lot better than what you were used to at the time you got videos and it, it just looked a lot better it was it was very Impressive as a child, so I'd be using this quite a lot, and I started to use an encyclopedia program that came with it uh, to research certain topics for like projects at primary school, and uh, it's very much the same way that nowadays I'll, I would to research things. I'd go online if if you couldn't go through journals or books, you'd go online and. You just look for if you have a problem. See if anyone else had the problem. You do do your own research online, and it's it's amazing to see it. it's went from just encyclopedia programs with just basic knowledge to then the whole world's kind of collective knowledge on something. You can just search it any any time you want. So after this, um, I got my first PC for myself, and uh, this was a couple of years later. This would have been, and this wasn't a off-the-shelf store-bought top of the range machine this was just something we got through like papers you know in the paper uh, at the time <laughs> where now you'd use eBay it was a very poor machine I mean the graphics card was about as long as the case and the hard drive only had 100 megabyte it was a 46 therefore it was about 15 16 megahertz in the processor which compared to today it's nothing it's completely obsolete so I I'd have this machine and it had to initially have to be given a CD-ROM because I didn't, I didn't have one and even then that was wasn't considered a very good thing for a machine so we got the CD-ROM and then and already my problems with computer started where the machine just stopped working. It completely stopped working when the CD was put into it. And I had no idea what it was and I really wanted to get this working properly. And this is way before I knew what I know now about machines. And it was, it, you know, it turned out it had to be given first, it had to be given a new video card because that was completely outdated. And then it ended up in the end, there was a problem with the, the cache chip. And it had to—we had to actually get people to resolder one onto the motherboard, and even then, that still didn't work very well. Uh, so it ended up in the end that there was actually—it was the mo- the motherboard itself was partially cracked, and it had to be replaced. So that's when I got—it was one of the very early uh, Pentium processors, and it came with seventy-five megahertz, which compared to the 486 was very <laughs> a very large increase uh, increment. So this was the first time that the machine was actually working uh, properly, consistently. So I was. I was allowed to finally unleashed onto the computer, and I started playing about with it, and uh, mainly for games, grind. But you know, that's what you do when you're a kid. I still do now. Uh, but uh, I started to learn how to use a lot of the applications, and and then problems would happen, and I'd have to learn how to fix it myself. And then it'd come to the point where then I could fix any problems, either hardware or software related, if not right away, but through doing some research first. And then it became to the point where I would start to get new parts for it, and I start to bit, learn how to actually physically replace parts. In build completely new machines and I've been doing that for well, ever since, I've been building machines for friends, for uh, family i am been making new machines for myself and it's been a great learning experience and it's, it's pretty much put me on the path that I'm on now so um, that's pretty much where I started with uh, computers and that's what got me on the path and that's uh, how my very first experiences started building up before I focused more on it when I got to like high school and then university Well, when I first went to university, it was uh, mainly... Everyone who went on the computing course would do the same first two years. You'd do a kind of general, like, broad... Computing kind of course, which would give you a taste of everything. You do a bit of networking, a bit of databases, uh, some software development, well, quite a bit of software development actually, um, rapid application development, you do some multimedia uh, in terms of like video and such, and a couple of the group projects. And then you'd go into specialise in your third and fourth year. And initially I was, going, I was set to do software development because back then I was. I was quite into my coding and I, I really enjoyed it at high school and really flourished in me But then, as I got on, as I got, there's near my third year, my taste in what I wanted to do kind of changed, and I really wanted to do multimedia and, and move on to like video and 3D and animation and uh, games and such. So I ended up I did the multi uh, to spec. I specialised in multimedia systems, and that was basically that was exactly that. You'd learn how to. Uh, you were taught very well how to design, how to really think about the user, and what made them, what made software appealing to them, without they even like on a subconscious level, without them even realising it. And that's something I'm very interested in. In fact, my dissertation was about what made uh, games immersive, and like really immersive and enjoyable and fun for the user like mainly on a, a psychological and subconscious level then mixed with like design for interaction and you know hci human computer interaction and uh, such things like that and and the subject of fun it does show, it show that um the main thing i would do what i do is multimedia and it is strange that i'm just doing it uh, however that is it, it's it's still good to have a job with anyway you know <laughs> I've decided to go into IT because it's it's good to start off. It's an easy job with with the experience I have. I got into the job. I got the job, and pretty much I'm thankful for that. Especially the way things are the now. Um, I'm pretty grateful to have a job, and it's a lucrative career. Once you build up the ladder, you can be earning quite a bit of money. And it, like I say, it's still something I have a deep passion for. Is just the technology and the machines, and it's still enjoyable. And uh, I still have options hopefully in the future to move on to like such multimedia and such but that would probably mean relocating to either a different city or a different country even just because it's not exactly a job that's quite big in this country particularly, there's only one game company well one big game company in Edinburgh and that's Rockstar North well, basically, I'm responsible for the day-to-day running of the system. That is, all the machines, the main server, the printers, everything that's there, pretty much. Um, I perform routine maintenance uh, on all aspects, including the hardware and the software. I make sure that you know, new machines would be built, uh, all the software that's needed, like everything for the actual administrative people, and also such things like virus scanners, uh, firewalls. It's basically to keep everything secure and safe. I also take care of the network, which is actually wireless, um, which just makes things a lot easier. It means you don't have the wrong cable everywhere and it's a lot easier just to have it on the wireless even though you can have uh, reduced transfer rates um, sometimes and it could be interference with like the wireless signal but ultimately the technology is becoming more the dominant in terms of you just don't need the cables it's just take it. it's just plug and play basically and that's what everyone likes everyone likes when things just plug in and work right away. Well, mainly, probably the most challenging aspect is the fact that computers themselves have their own little personality to a degree. They all have little quirks about them that go wrong, and it sometimes people don't understand about machines is sometimes you just got to learn how to deal with their own particular personality in a sense. It, it's very difficult to keep a well-oiled machine running like that, and there is. A certain little quirks with the machines that you get that people who work with computers kind of find it kind of endearing to a degree um, brings a bit more interest to the day. But also, also leads on to the the fact that people who don't really use machines or they do use the machines but aren't down with the kind of technical aspects of them don't tend to respect the technology in the same way it's not everyone but you know people tend to get a bit more frustrated about how it's not working and don't understand that sometimes these machines can be a nightmare to get working again once something goes wrong and the smallest thing sometimes can set them off Mainly, it is working in my area of interest, and like I said, I do have further hopes to move on to like more multimedia-based work. But at the moment, I'm still, you know, I'm still very passionate about, it and it means you get to play about with new toys, new bits of technology that the business gets, and you know, it's constantly keeping you busy and giving you something to do, and also it keeps you up to date with using new software or new operating systems like the new Vista that came out you know, and getting to grips with that and such because times are always going to change and it's always good to keep up to date with the current situation in the country at the moment I'm not expecting to move up too much like I said before I'm quite thankful to have a job at the moment but mainly it would be to basically get more responsibility uh, move to a bigger company more machines more things to take care of just more responsibility overall um, but it's, like I say I'm perfectly happy just having work and working in the, my area of interest Well, things are always going to change, and eventually the main interfaces into computers are now is going to change eventually i mean they're always they're all they're already talking about uh, how ways of replacing a keyboard and mouse with different terms of user input and also output as well different ways of delivering the sound of like the, the monitor and things will always change in the hardware but also the software as well there will be new operating systems that will always have to and they'll get better and think But eventually there will be a time where the whole way it works as we know it will change and computers will become more ubiquitous it, it, in the sense that they'll be everywhere they'll be embedded in our buildings like our central heating uh, or a wire and they will be like smart buildings and you'll just have access points where you'll plug in and that'll be a completely different uh, time then but it will be interesting you know it's just a career like anything else it's just a job to do and you know people be, if people think it's like a kind of geeky thing to do then that's fair enough it doesn't really bother me um but yeah it's, it is a job to be done and it's it's just simple maintenance and it, if it wasn't for people like me uh, and this so-called geeks uh, people wouldn't get the work done they do on computers so it's it's think it, it's a good thing we do have geeks if you really want to go for your job in your your chosen subject you're probably going to have to move with where the work is um especially if it is multimedia or games or uh, video uh Special effects, things like that—you would have to move with the work and find somewhere where this kind of work is available a bit more frequently. Other than that, it is best just to become a kind of generalist to a degree, learn how to use the the PCs, how to use all the machines, how to become very comfortable with it all, and then specialise as well.
0: Hello, I'm Andrew Law, and I'm a computer engineer. When I first got my first Windows computer, uh, Windows ninety eight. It was fascinating to me, all the extra bits and pieces that I could do with it. I could build it, I could upgrade it, I could put new parts into it. Just learning really. I did a computing course at university and I was really interested in computing from an early age, about seven or eight, when I first got the computer, so it just seemed natural. I was always pretty good at it, so I thought I should actually do something I was good at and enjoyed. My job, I uh, fix and repair laptops and uh, desktop computers. I fit networks. I install bits of software. It's all dependent on what comes in. Uh, I've done design work, I've done website work. Most of the responsibilities are making sure that the computers are in working order when they leave, and making sure that the customer is happy with the work that's been carried out. And if they're not happy, I can go over it again and check and see what else has gone wrong. Either fix it without adding more to the cost or getting extra more a little bit extra to do the job they wanted in the first place or wanted extra added on. Working with laptops has to be the most challenging aspect. There's no standard equipment on any laptop, so working with the parts you have available is very difficult to repair a hardware failure on a laptop. Any software is usually covered by restored discs and... And other operating system disks that come with the laptops. Learning new things, getting to use new equipment, working with older machines, working with newer machines, just basic learning, getting to have a shot of the latest technology and also having a shot of something that's old and needs to be upgraded, getting to learn. I hope to continue doing a similar job either owning my own shop or uh, working full time rather than the four hours that I do mostly during each day. Also either working for myself or working for a bigger company rather than just a small company I work for at the moment. Well, I feel that the IT world is just, it's going to start slowing down soon. There's very little upgraded, most of the CPU speeds and hard drive speeds are getting to the state where they're, if they go any faster then they'll end up being unusable. So it'll be more to disposable technology, such as like uh, using memory sticks as hard drive space and uh, just not using a mouse, using a stylus or just touch screens. Do try and get uh, work experience when at university. Probably the one one thing that's hampered me getting a job in this industry for such a long time, just not having any experience. Experience is the key. Do anything to get experience. Thanks to Chris and Andrew for taking time out of their lives to talk to me and allowing me to gain an insight into varying jobs in the IT world.